0: good morning welcome to my world steffy's world i am steffy girl it is 6 59 a.m on a friday morning it is the last day of march i hope all is well wherever in the world you are listening from and i don't know what i'm gonna title this one i'm gonna try to avoid foolish friday i'll probably try to avoid but i'll come up with something but um this morning there's some things on my mind i've been up since five o'clock and that's crazy because it's my day off and i always tell myself oh i'm gonna sleep as as long as humanly possible yeah right so i'm i'm up not feet have fit the floor up but i'm awake alert and lucid so um I'm scrolling through social media trying to see what's happening. Well, what happened overnight that I missed while, as they say, while you were sleeping. And I just ran across an interesting um, post that made me want to laugh out loud. And I just seen where um, Roland is on Jason Whitlock's head this morning. And if you don't know who Jason Whitlock is, you can look him up i take him as an overweight loudmouth that always uh is like the counterpart of candace owens that always has something negative to say about black people every police shooting he has to go in and find fault of what the black person did not the fact that the police killed the person but you got to go in and you got to scrutinize and you take it back to what we aren't doing as a people so he one of those types and um i'm saying that he's overweight because he's been um very critical i've heard him talk about a woman's looks or whatnot so i'm gonna get on his weight uh yeah he's he's a heavier pudgier not too attractive guy with always running his mouth he admitted and i've seen that this happened 11 hours ago so it must have happened last night or uh afternoon but I think Tucker comes on at night he admitted to Tucker Carlson being nice due to um FCC rules or what I really want to call him that he has never voted he has never voted but he is MAGA and he is just so upset of what we're trying to do to this country and where we're trying to take it MF are you for real you have never voted And that's fine if you want to align yourself with MAGA. I don't care about that. You know, you have blacks for Trump and you have some that are really disillusioned and they really think that they're Republicans and they really think that they're accepted and (laughs) I'm going to let you have that. If you think that's the party for you, that's fine. That's, That's fine. But you have never voted. That probably would have been something that I kept. myself it totally stunned me when snoop and Shaq, both years ago i just registered to vote i never voted but your mouth was always running the age old saying is is that if you don't vote you don't complain and that means shut up on all aspects you don't have no view politically if you don't vote we don't want to hear it you lend nothing to the conversation. If you didn't vote in, if you go in there and do stupid-ish, like write in candidates, put in Mickey Mouse, what is that doing? Why does that make you feel so empowered that you went in there and wasted time and threw away a vote? What, what is that doing? I, I knew somebody sat there and told me, well, um, I voted for Bernie Sanders. Bernie Sanders wasn't on the ticket. So basically, you didn't do anything. You went in there and wasted time and effort. For what? For what? I don't. I never understand that. It ties in to what I want to talk about this morning. And that is about you better pay attention to what you're doing at the ballot box. You better pay attention to what party you align yourself with. I don't want to hear that you vote the issues. There's a two-party system in this country. It's A, B, there isn't even a C anymore. So I don't listen to these people and they BS about, I vote the issues. I don't know what that means. And until you can tell me something else, it's, it, you have choices A or B. There is there is no C, and I ask this all the time, and I never get a concrete answer because there's not a viable third party for you to vote for. In my state, there is nothing for quote-unquote independence. So I'm very curious, what do you do? What do you do as a quote-unquote independent? It comes down to Democrat or Republican. That's what it comes down to. That's it. At least in my eyesight. But I want to tie that into... When you vote against your own interests... And then you find yourself in a bind. And you want to contact. Social services. Or other agencies out there. And your need is not met. It ties back to. How did you vote? Who's in office? Who oversees this type of stuff? And. At the time, when you're hyped up at the rallies, when you're going in there doing what you do, you aren't thinking about until you end up in a situation and there's a need and that need isn't met and then you want to sit up there and give the people hell that has to tell you no. the party that is in control now do not care about social services they are getting ready to mess with food stamps and those of you all who are those of you who get food stamps are about to find out what i'm talking about depending on where you live which is majority of the states You can't call up and just think that there's stuff available. Nobody's going to help you get back home if you go on vacation and spend up all your money and get stuck. Nobody's not going to bend over backwards to help you find a place to stay if you suddenly end up homeless. It's not going to happen. There are places... And it's not just rural areas that don't have shelters. If there's no shelter and you wind up homeless, where are you going to go? I can tell you exactly where you're going to go, outside or in your car. If you aren't couch surfing with somebody or sleeping on somebody's floor or, or somebody has somewhere for you to come, there is nowhere for you to go in some places. Things that used to be available are either gone or going away. That's why you have to pay attention to who you're putting in office. So like I said, if you are voting against your own interests, then don't get all up in arms when stuff isn't available. In the state, people were given the extra $300 on top of um, unemployment in the height of COVID. The Republicans here did not rest until they snatched that $300 because it was said that people was essentially being paid to stay home, which that was a darn lot. People were having extra money because they weren't able to work and it was to help them meet their needs. But no, as far as the Republican Party was concerned, it was lazy people sitting sitting at home. And they wanted them back to work because we needed to get this economy going in the middle of a freaking pandemic. So the extra 300 went away. They forced people back to work. And a lot of times, low-paying jobs. No benefits. Any kind of way to screw you, that's what most of the time the jobs are like in these states. And yet you have people That will run in there and vote for Republicans. They want to do away with school lunches. A guy was going off the other day about hungry kids on the the responsibility of the parents. And it's the parents that are letting the kids go hungry. That's their thought process. They don't want free or reduced lunch. As they will tell you quick, there's no such thing as a free lunch. But a lot of them are some of the most freeloading people you have ever wanted to see. They always want something free or at no cost and will communicate that to you. Free, meaning I don't want to pay for it. You have people that will call for a service and get mad because you don't have the specialty that they need um you need a trained professional you need somebody who has expertise in the area that you're having a problem with you're not going to find that at a toll-free number unless the people are equipped to do that but you're mad because you don't want to take responsibility and do what you need to do well i can't afford that well, I don't have it. But did you think about any of this when you was running to vote against your own interests at the ballot? At the ballot? Have you thought about a lot of this stuff you need to take up with your local officials? Of why isn't this available? Why isn't that available? And if it doesn't work on the local level, maybe you need to kick it up a notch and go up. There's always a chain of command. So once you leave local, it goes to state. Once it leaves state, you go to federal. But have you talked to the congressman in your district? Because I know of one particular district right now. His phone ought to be blowing up, but it's not. Him and all his troubles just got reelected because people like BS. I found that out a long time ago. And everything is all good. As the saying goes, it's all good when the rabbit got the gun. And like I said, people are about to find out the hard way when they used to be able to pick up the phone and communicate this, that, and other. It ain't going to be that simple. 411 is either gone or going away. Where you used to be able to call and you needed a number to this, you needed a number to that. No. People are very ungrateful. How are you going to complain about food that you get from a pantry that just gave you some food, but because it doesn't have your staples in there, you want more? Everybody's struggling. A lot of agencies don't even have funding like they used to have because people aren't able to give like they used to be able to. And you have people mad. You have people mad. At the end of the day, nobody has to do anything for you. It would be good to have help. And sometimes we all need a little help. But I'm just saying, pay attention to who is at the helm. Who are you putting in office? Who are you voting for? And I will say it again. If you are voting against your own interests, meaning that you know that you need some of these services and your party is cutting it, why do you keep voting for, in- for individuals that don't care? What would you do if you got in a situation and you became homeless and need to go to a shelter? I found out years ago when I was uh, in Detroit and came very dangerously close to almost being in my car. I found out what almost being homeless felt like and being in that quagmire where you just didn't know. I was fortunate. I never had to live in my car. And I went to the shelter on the advice of somebody else. If you go to the shelter, you will get priority on the housing list. That's a lie. That's a lie. And within 24 hours, I left. And I was like, I'm not doing this. I'm not going to do this. Um, I, I just don't understand people's thought process. I don't understand what they expect i don't even know what people want anymore because like i said i spent a year off of work i did not call anybody for help i did not want anybody to fix my life i did without whatever i had to do without i struggled And I took it to the lowest common denominator. You have the ones who always tell you to pull up, pull yourself up by your bootstraps. I did the best I could with straps that I had until they almost were on the verge of collapse and they broke. And there was a reason why I did that. I wasn't going to sit across from another worker and be treated like crap and talk to, like, what's wrong with you? And why don't you have it together? And I'm going to act like this is my money that I got to distribute out. I wasn't going to do any of that. So the way for me to preserve my peace, the way for me to not be bothered with it is not to go down there. So I did not file for unemployment. I did not go and apply for any social services. I did not do any of that. I knew what my mindset was. I knew what I was and wasn't going to take. I didn't take it out on no workers. I think, like I said, I did not call anybody. A lot of this stuff I didn't even know was out there. And once I did find it out there, I left it out there. I felt like it was nobody's responsibility for me. I made the decision and I willingly left my job. I had made my concerns known, nothing changed, and I just wasn't gonna be miserable for another minute. And that was after 12 years. You could literally probably go to Waffle House and I can guarantee you they're short staff and you probably could dang near get hired on the spot, pull you some shifts, and take care of, of, of some of the things you maybe need to take care of in that type of situation. Instead of blaming everybody up under the sun. Now there are times we do get we get bad deals, we get bad raps, we do. But once it happens, what are you gonna do about it? We found out a lot after Hurricane Michael. We was in a quagmire of a situation. That's why I can sympathize with the people of um, the it's been six months after hurricane and I can also sympathize with the people I believe it's in rolling fork Mississippi that were hit by the deadly tornado um, last week and basically leveled. I feel for those folks because now you get to deal with FEMA and that's a whole nother beast when you're thrust in a situation that was out of your control and you still end up struggling and can't get the help that you need. I could do a whole podcast on natural disasters and the lack of response from your officials. I will tell you this. They are never prepared. I don't care how much they tell you. Trust me, they are never prepared. Never. Never. So in closing, on this Friday, my best advice for me to you would be to have your own back. To know that no matter what the situation is, and it may even be on the brink of of a crisis, the Calvary ain't coming. I can tell you that straight up. And a whole lot is about to change. And like I say, things that were there it's a good chance that they could be going away. If you want to connect with me for a limited time only, you can follow me at Cosby, C-O-S-B-E-E. I am Ms. Cosby on Insta. If you find yourself stopped by the police, try to make it home safely out of that stop alive. Mask up over your mouth and over your nose. Try your best to love one another. Say what needs to be said. Do what needs to be done. Fix what you can while you're here. Till the next time, peace.